I don't know what I like more about that intro, the music, the graphics. The graphic of you, George, cracks me up every time. But Homeless Jason. That, that, uh, really hold on a second. Campy, my man, you're getting the golf clap on that one, brother. Yeah. That is absolutely that is that is stuff of gods right there. Thank you Campy, so much. You are the man, Campy. You <laughs> are the man. Yes, we love it. Uh, welcome back, yeehaw, and howdy to you all. It's another Blitz Trading Post week. I got my guys with me. I got my man George Reed on my right. On my right, right. What's happening, George? How are we doing this evening? Man, it's great to be back on one of these shows. I feel like I've taken like three weeks off of doing any podcast, so it's actually nice to to be able to sit down and jump back on one. You were about ready to become Homeless George with Homeless I was. <laughs> I was. I was. I was actually going to call him, see if I can move in with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then down below me, I got a new father, man. What's up? We got congratulations to throw to this man right here. What thank is happening, you. Joe? Congratulations on that new baby, beautiful girl. Yes, we, uh, well, thank you very much. And, you know, as we know, we copied, uh, and how does this work? Look at that. There we go. Oh, uh, congratulations, man. That's Lily. We uh, copied copied some name in there, Mikey. Sorry about that. It's a, <laughs> hey, good, it's name. a good name, you know. Good name. And uh, it's it's crazy how much me and you have in common. And now we even have a uh, late child in our 40s with the yes. same name. Yes. In common, and you so. had mentioned that name before, but based on uh, things that are legal in Massachusetts these days, I had forgotten that. So <laughs> I definitely <laughs> did not remember until after the fact. So that but, definitely uh, happens. Glad Definitely to be back. Happened. I missed last week, but uh, thanks for holding down the fort, and I'm uh, ready to rock and roll here. Absolutely. Yeah, that was uh, much interesting uh, being there all by myself. We got our man Nino. We got our man Rich in the background saying what's happening. You definitely give those guys a shout out. Uh, guys, you know the drill. Anytime you want to do anything with us, please just go do that five-second thing. Go like us. Go subscribe to us. Go leave us a five-star review. Even if it's a bad review, throw us a five-star and then let us know what you want us to change. We'll change it for you. Mm -hmm. You don't got to be a dick. You don't got to put a whole bunch of things down on a one-star and make it like put that stuff on a five-star. We don't care about that part. That's great. But it just helps to show out a ton if you guys could just go out there and do that. Make sure you're subscribing. We are so close to 500 subscribers. I think we're like seven away. So seven get away. on there. I, I, I believe the 500 gets a free Frankenstein from Rich. If I remember correctly, if I was listening correctly. So, and again, the Patreon, get on there, get on the discord. We have a lot of fun on there, especially get, get in there during the draft time. You're going to want to put a lot of us in your pocket. And then we're even going to be doing some shows on uh, some of y'all's lineup. If you guys uh, want to get in on that Patreon as well. So with that, with all the fun introductions, 10, 20 minutes into the show, we're going to go ahead and get started, guys. Uh, we're, what we're talking about this week and uh, what we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks is the division-by-division by, by breakdown. And we're going to go over the teams, uh, the players that are on these teams that we're kind of gunning for. Uh, possibly, oh yes, that, that's Rich Gonzalez saying, yep, that the 500th... Uh, the 500 subscriber gets that uh, free Frankenstein entry, so you're not going to want to miss that. I mean, what does it take to subscribe to a YouTube channel? Like three two, seconds? Two seconds. Four. But what what Rich doesn't know, and I'm hoping he's not watching. Once we hit 4.99, I'm going to unsubscribe, and then when we hit 4.99 again, I'm going to hit subscribe. Dude, Don't that's what I'm going to get. It. I'm I'm, I'm going to get it unless somebody beats me to it. And, and you know, it's funny you said, I hope he's not listening and Rich is right here in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe he is listening. But yeah, so we're going to be going down. We're going to break it down week by week. Uh, 
and division by division. And so this week, what we're going to be going through is, I think, a lot of our favorite division. Oh, maybe not our favorite division, but it's a it's a division I know that George loves. And you guys know how I feel about my man, Josh Allen. So it's also a division that I love because he's going to be dominating that division for a long time. But we're going to go ahead and kick it off with uh, George. We're going to let George talk about his Dolphins. Uh, who do we got on that team? Who are we looking at on this team that we think is going to be at all a fantasy factor on uh, – in your opinion there, George? So there really, there's only three players. I'm going to look at this as a uh, one quarterback league. Okay. If you're super flex, okay. Tua becomes important. Um, but for the most part, uh, most leagues are single quarterback leagues, believe it or not. I'm not trusting anybody in that uh, Dolphins backfield. Edmonds, Mostert, and Michelle, they all have individual specific roles. Michelle's going to be their, their short yardage between the tackles grinder uh, most art, if he's healthy, you know, he, he's, he's a hell of a talent. He's super, super fast. Uh, same thing with Edmonds. Edmonds is the best patch pass catching back of the three, but as far as fantasy goes, like these guys are just going to cannibalize each other as long as the, all three of them are healthy. So I would look at this running back room, much like the new England one, stay away, just stay away. Uh, as far as wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddle, those are going to be the two, the two wide receivers that that you're going to want on your fantasy team. Tyreek Hill, in my opinion, he's still a top seven wide receiver in the NFL. He he's got the one thing that you just cannot teach, and that's speed. So he could take a short pass, you know. And it, everybody thinks Tyreek Hill catches all these fifty yard bombs from Patrick Mahomes last year, and that's where his fantasy value was. Well, that's not true, to be honest. Like a lot of his his catches from Patrick Mahomes were under 10 yards. The problem is, is, is Tyreek Hill is so freaking fast that once he gets the ball in his hands, two steps and he's gone. That's that, that that's where a lot yeah. of his big plays were. So, yeah. I think that changed last year too. I think you're absolutely right. I feel like before last year, he was a little more bomb, you know, a uh, home run or nothing, a little more, uh, uh, you know, uh, a better version of Deshaun Jackson back in yep. his day. But I feel like they, to your point, George, they leaned on him in a different way last year. Yeah, he, he's he's a huge he's a huge yak. Uh, and if you're not familiar with yak, it's yards after catch. Uh, he's a huge yak wide receiver. Um, and then you know, it's also Jaylen- a giant tundra animal. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I'll, I was hoping the Dolphins actually signed Tyron Matthew. Because I was going to start calling them the zoo. Because then we would have had a honey badger, we'd have had a cheetah, and we'd have had a penguin. Um, <laughs> uh, Jalen Waddle, rookie last year, uh, he he set the NFL record for most re- receptions by a rookie in a uh, NFL season. And I don't want to hear any bullcrap about well, he did it in 17 games. He missed the game, so he actually set it in 16 games. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure why there's a moose on there. Oh yeah, yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So Jalen, Jalen Waddle, while I expect his role to um, increase, I don't expect to see a whole lot of uh, just real short passes to him, quick passes to him. I think that will still be a part of his game, but he's another burner. He, he's going to be another yak guy, um, both him and Tyreek Hill. And Jalen Waddle now has somebody that he can, who he's he's already kind of like took his game and was steering it towards the way Tyreek Hill plays. Now he gets to watch him in practice, gets to see how he does the film breakdown, how he studies film, how he preps for the games. Like, so like those are the two guys I'm interested in for the wide receivers. Um, And then 
as our boy Nino uh, put up there, Gesicki to the moon. Gesicki's going to be that big body that is just – Nino. Well, he, he gets so many red zone targets already. He gets so many – like, it's a ridiculous amount of red zone targets he gets. Now, I, I get he only had a couple of touchdowns last year. That will improve. This whole Dolphins offense will – like, we brought in a new coach who is specifically gearing everything for the offense. The defense last year was not an issue. They brought back everybody on the defense. Um, they drafted offense. They signed free agents in the offense. They traded for offense. I expect this offense to take a huge jump this year. But Gasicki, Waddle, and Hill, those are the three guys that I'm most interested in. Who's their number three wideout, do you think, day one? Cedric Wilson. It is Cedric Wilson. Yeah. He'll be those, Cedric Wilson will, will, will share time in the slot with uh, Waddle. But uh, Cedric Wilson will be their their third wide receiver. So there's an intriguing guy in Trent Sherfield right there yeah. that I feel like he could actually go in there. Now, Cedric Wilson's a guy that just is – he's amazing when he can stay on the field. The problem is the guy can only stay on the field about three or four he, plays, and then they then he's done for the year. You know, I mean, those three or four plays are amazing, but he just can't stay on the field. So I think Trent Sherfield might be a guy I'm interested in uh, – Getting because I'm pretty sure you can get him on waiver wires, even in your dynasty leagues. And if you can't, uh, shooting an easy trade for him shouldn't be too hard. I feel like this is a guy that you might want to take a look at and stash. I don't think it's going to be Preston Williams that uh takes that spot, but I do feel like there's going to be enough volume there to feed three receivers fairly easily because I think this team's not going to be playing from behind a lot, but I feel like they're going to be playing in a lot of competitive games where they're going to have to throw the ball a lot, just and so. So for me, Chase Edmonds is also a guy that I really want yeah. to get my hands on. I think Chase Edmonds I, is the guy I to think own this, that backfield. I think this team is honestly going to want to run the ball a lot. Um, they even brought in a fullback who will make our 53-man roster, Alex Ingold. Uh, he's one of the better fullbacks in the NFL. Um, the coach that we hired was the run, uh, running, running game guy from the San Francisco 49ers. He was the run game coordinator. Then they promoted him to offensive coordinator. Um, he's supposed to be – the, the guy behind, you know, the San Francisco running game. So I think that's what they're going to want to do is a lot of running game. And, and the schemes and the guys that they're bringing in uh, along the offensive line and with the talent that they're looking for is guys who can get out in space and block downfield. Um, and so that that even implies more of the run game. So uh, like I said, I don't like any of the running backs personally. I don't want to trust any of them. Um, but I think Miami is going to want to – is going to end up running the ball a lot more than people actually believe. Yeah, I love the Dolphins fantasy-wise this year. I'm a Giants fan. I don't give a fuck about the AFC East in general. I have no skin <laughs> in the game. Certainly not talking in wheeze. Um, you know, but first of all, from a matchup perspective, like I love the idea, and maybe it's more DFS than league, but I love the idea of Tua when they're playing Buffalo. He's going to throw for 400 yards, two, three touchdowns, two, three interceptions. God knows what else. Don't care if he wins the game or not. So I think the Dolphins are going to have some matchups where fantasy-wise you can really lean on that passing game. I think to, to George's point, they've got so many talented guys in that backfield. They all do different things, but I love Chase Edmonds. He's not your number one run fantasy running back, obviously, on your roster. But if you're in a PPR and you can put Edmonds out there as your number three, and then once Mostert gets hurt, right? Like, let's think about this five weeks <laughs> in instead of week one or week two. Once a couple of these guys drop like flies, you know, whether it's Edmonds, he's going to be featured for a few weeks. Let's talk about the wideouts. Once somebody gets hurt, all of a sudden, Cedric Wilson's going to be relevant. 
Uh, Sherford, to uh, to Mike's point, maybe maybe also. So I I really like them from a fantasy perspective, and I hate the Dolphins. I the Dolphins are one of those teams where I would never bet a dollar on them to do anything until they show me. Um, kind of like the Raiders, but I, I'm excited for them fantasy wise. I was a big Mostert and Edmonds fan going into last year's draft. Um, Edmonds, I think we would say panned out. Mostert obviously didn't because of the injury, but um, I'm excited. I don't know how many wins they're going to put up on the uh, on the board by the end of the year, but I do think they're going to be as relevant fantasy wise as the Dolphins have been in quite a long time. Yeah, I, I I have the Dolphins, and I know we spent way more time than anybody wanted to hear us talk about the Dolphins. Outside of me, I'll talk about them all day long. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I I'm realistic. I've only got us pegged in for 16 wins. So I, my expert, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I've got us at 11 wins. Uh, I, I wow. think I think 11 wins is 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 reasonable for this team. So wild card. Yeah, because I I have to give the division to the Bills oh, until we beat them. Like I I don't care what anybody says. The Bills have one of the better teams in the not just the AFC but in the entire league, and they've beaten us like seven times in a row or eight times in a row. So until you go out and you punch the bully in the mouth. The bully's just going to sit there and bully you. So until the Dolphins show some life, I've got to give it to uh, I've got to give it to the Bills. Does anybody want to take Rich up on his bathroom board bet that Hill doesn't finish in the top seven? Nino thinks that's a hot top take. seven for what? It's top seven wide receiver in PPR. But fan scoring points, fantasy. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. I, I'm with re, I'm with you, Rich. I don't think he can do it either. I think that there's uh, I think that there's a huge drop off when you're talking about Mahomes to Tua. I think that Tyreek Hill can do it just fine, but I don't think that he's going to get the volume that we need. And uh, and you know did bring up uh, Izu Kanama. I don't. I just like to call him Eric Easy. Um, he's a yak monster. He really is. I'm he curious is. to see how he's going to fit in. And I think, like I said, when you got guys like Cedric Wilson out there, is your wide receiver three on three wide receiver looks. He's not going to be out there very long, so I think that's another guy. Well, uh, Mike, I need to, I need, I, I need to correct you on that. Cedric Wilson has played in sixteen games the last two seasons. Really? Yes. He, well, so in two thousand nineteen, he played in six games, and then twenty twenty, he played in sixteen, and twenty twenty one, he played in all sixteen. Well, yeah, I, I think I, you're, I, I think you're taking a question the amount of snaps, though. What are we talking? 15, 20 snaps a week? Uh, well, I mean, he was kind of buried behind. Uh, CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Gallup. Uh, so, yeah, but no, I think you're thinking of Preston Williams. Who you if if you were thinking of Preston Williams, you're 100 percent correct. That dude just. I, I swear, I was thinking about Cedric Wilson. That's crazy. He's played two full seasons. He was a deep sleeper of yeah. mine quite a few back, but I didn't know he was deep sleeping on that bench. So <laughs> <laughs> we got, there we go. Patriots. We got Look at that. Mac at quarterback. We got Damian Harris or Mondre Stevenson, James White still around somehow. Pierre strong jr. At running back, which threw a loop into everybody's brains as far as what this team was going. And then we got the, the receivers. We got born Myers, Aguilar, Parker, Nikhil Harry, is still there at wide receiver, and then Johnny and Hunter at the tight end position. Um, Joe, who are you? Ex- this is kind of up in your neck of the woods. Who are you excited about yeah. on this squad right here? Because I'm having a tough time finding anybody <laughs> so, that I so really want to get my hands on right here outside of Kendrick Bourne. I do like Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. So if we could go 15 minutes on the Dolphins fantasy outlook for this year, I think you got to divide that by like 13. And that should put <laughs> us at about a buck 30 for the Patriots. Um, yeah. I you know, that's fair. Be- 
there there should be some reasons to be excited <laughs> about the backfield, but the problem is, is we've all learned that you know Billy B is going to screw around with us. I don't know. At this point, it feels like on purpose um, to make it so those guys lose value fantasy wise. That being said, you think Damian Harris should at least start as you know somebody's flex. I would think I would feel happy with him as maybe my flex. Uh, he'll probably be drafted as a number two running back, but I don't like him from a PPR perspective. Um, I think they're absolutely unplayable from a wide receiver perspective. If you're talking about a typical league week three, your standard two running backs, two wideouts and a flex. I don't think there's any pass catcher on this list right now that you would be excited to have in one of those top five, you know, one of those five starting lineup positions right now. I, I think right. you could get, a, you could probably get away with Jacoby Myers in your flex. He's not going to get you a touchdown most likely, but he's going to go out there and he'll get you six for 60. In, in PPR. He'll get you six for 60. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Mac, I think I, what I saw out of Mac and Kendrick Bourne at the end of last year makes me a little bit excited about to see what I can't see out of Kendrick Bourne, but I completely agree. And I mean, I, I'm with you too. I don't really have anything else to say. I mean, I'm, I'm really high on Kendrick Bourne this year, and that's it. When they when they drafted Pierre Strong, I was out. I, I was out on Damian Harris. I was out on Ramondre Stevenson. I I mean, I do love. I still love. Uh, yeah. See, look at that. Yeah, Bourne, 14 yeah. yards per reception, and he's good in the red zone too. He was looking really, really good uh, there at the end. But so that's the only guy I'm kind of excited about a little bit on Hunter Henry because he was seeming to get those red zone looks when they were needing them. And you know, one thing Bill can do is he can score. He'll be able to take this menagerie of crap and make it somehow viable and be enough of a thorn in probably both of our sides, George, in this division. Well, so, so the one thing we're going to learn about the Patriots this year is how good they really are or if they're in decline. Um, if you look at the players they've lost on their team, like they lost one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL and JC Jackson did not replace him. Uh, they lost like, I think, and Nino's a Patriots fan. He, he's watching. He'll correct me if I'm wrong. You guys lost two starting linebackers. Um, yep. You guys lost probably Ky one of the top offenses. I believe. Left. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Van Noy left. Leader. Yep. You guys lost, uh, you traded away one of your guards who was like the top young guards in the NFL for, you traded him away to Tampa for chicken scraps. Uh, you lost your offensive coordinator. Your offensive coordinator right now is Matt Patricia, who used to be your defensive coordinator, who is now the first-year offensive coordinator. And they took like, Joe Judge back. <laughs> yeah, and they brought Joe Judge back. I, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm out on this Patriots team. I don't think they're going to be very good. I don't think they're going to finish with a with a record above 500. What was and their it, record last year? Refresh they made the playoffs know. last year. They they right. they won. Uh, I think they were nine and ten and seven or something like that. Ten, 10 and yeah. eight. So they, yeah. they, were, they won they one game. made it to the playoffs last they, year. They, no, they, they didn't make the playoffs. Uh, they, That's they, right. they, won, they, they, they made the playoffs last year. I think they're the third best team in the AFC East. Uh, and I, I don't think they're going to be above 500. I think they're better than the Jets. But, like, Devontae Parker, they traded a, a future third for Devontae Parker. But he's <laughs> he's only going to give you six, seven games. Look at his look at his track record. There's only one year he's ever been completely healthy for the whole season. That was his best season, and that was also his contract year. Like it's just it's crazy. I Nino says they're gonna have nine wins this year. I don't see that, brother. I'm sorry. I think you guys are gonna get seven. 
George, you're yeah. not. Let me quick question for George though, because Dolphin fan. So, because you Dolphins, Dolphins fan from New England. I was born in Massachusetts. My whole I, I'm born and bred in Massachusetts myself, and I'm a Giants fan. Um, you you're not high on Tua, but you think they're going to be better than the Patriots. No. I do. They're, they're better weapons on the offense for starters. Oh no! Like, I, well, if, you look at, if you look at if you look at if you look at what the New England did last year, they, they had a dominant offensive line that took a hit. They 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 ran the ball and they played defense. They didn't allow Mac Jones to go out there and win games. Any games Mac Jones had to go out and win, they couldn't. I mean, we're talking about a guy who yeah. threw four passes in one game. That's how much no, they trust. Is more about your Tua thing. It's interesting to me that you're not, unless I missed, you're not high on Tua, but you think they'll be better than the Patriots, even with yeah. Tua not yeah. being very good. So, the, the, so I think if you would have flipped Tua and Mac Jones last year, I, I think the Dolphins would have won one game less than what they did with Tua. But I think the Patriots would have won three games more than what they did with Tua. I'm not. I'm not very high on Mac Jones. I don't. I think he's a. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta pull this up. Uh, I, I. I think. Thank you. I, I think Tua has gotten a bad rap his first two years. He's coming off a major hip injury, like almost ended his career. Uh, if you look at the coaching staff that they had in Miami with um, Brian Flores, he, a Brian Flores did not want Tua on the team. He did everything possible to sabotage this guy. Did not address the offense at all. The, the only weapon they ever gave him was uh, Jalen Waddle. We had the the worst run game almost in the history of the NFL. I mean, it was atrocious. Um, it, everything that Tua didn't get, Mac Jones has been getting in New England. So I, I think if you would have switched the two quarterbacks, New England, I think the quarterback situation, Tua was a lot better than Mac Jones. I like it. I, I think two is better than Mac Jones. I think they're almost uh, almost close on the same kind of tier as far as uh, quarterbacks go to me. And this year will be a huge deciding factor for uh, for Tua for me. I think Mac Jones, I can wait till next year to see kind of what they do. But, boy, it does look like they're shooting themselves in the foot there in New England. And maybe it's like yep. I said, maybe Bill Belichick just wants to show how good he, of a coach he really, really is. Uh, the next thing we got, working. Jets. <laughs> we got the Jets, Wilson at the quarterback. We got Brees Hall leading off the way on the depth chart already over Michael Carter at running back. Um, then we got Elijah Moore, uh, Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson as your uh, starting receivers. Then we got Braxton Berrios and Denzel Mims as their backups in the wide receiver department. Then we got Uzma and Conklin. Like this team made a lot of good changes, man. I'm kind of excited to see what this Jets offense can do. Uh, especially like people like I don't really mind going and grabbing me some Michael Carter. I don't think Michael Carter is going to be a guy that really gets drafted very, very heavily. Uh, I think you're probably going to be able to get him 16th, 17th round if we're talking about redraft. And I feel like if I get him in there, he's not going to be like this. He's not going to be a running back one, but I feel like he's going to be a fantastic running back three, uh, good flex position guy uh, towards the middle and the end of the season. Because I feel like Brees Hall might just take a little bit to get acclimated to the NFL. And I think they're going to be able to spell him with Michael Carter, who was doing really, really good at the end of last season. Uh, what about you guys? Is there anybody on this team that we feel like? Because I feel like Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson is going to be a nasty one-two punch. And Uzuma is a diamond, man. He's he's Uzuma's a great, got a great set of hands. He's good at separation. He can 
get those touchdowns. I feel like he's going to be a big red zone guy. I don't think Conklin's going to be too much of a threat in that department. What about you guys? Who are you excited about on this team? Who are we grabbing? Go ahead, Joe. Uh, I think Uzoma is probably my, my you know, if, if, if they haven't progressed at quarterback, He's going to be the security blanket, and he's probably going to be way too heavily relied on if they can't really get the ball downfield. So I love him from a PPR perspective. He's probably the only guy in that box in that list that I'd be excited to to look at on my roster at the end of draft night right now. But you know, this is a Luke Wilson thing. What are we What are we doing? You know, is he is he taking the next step or is he not? If he is, then the the Barrios, the Barrios, and the Mims and the Corey Davises they should all take a step up in value. But if he's going to stay, uh, you know, if he's going to stay parallel to wh- where he was last year or uh, decrease, then they're just going to be, you're going to be fantasy inept, uh, you know, yeah. Patriots. I, I, I tend to agree. I think a lot of this is going to rely on Zach Wilson. If he, I if said he, Luke Wilson, Jesus Christ. We, we, we were just going to let it go. We weren't, yeah. weren't going to address it. <laughs> uh, I, I think, it, I think it all, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. He is. Not this year, he ain't gonna be fantasy relevant, but give him two years. I love this kid. Uh Jeremy Rucker from uh the Jets, the rookie that they drafted at tight end. Uh one of the most complete tight ends in this draft. The kid can block, he can catch, he can do it all. So he's gonna get on the field. Um, but a lot of this does uh rely on Zach Wilson. If he if he hits that sophomore slump, it's gonna be trouble. Um I, I like the fact that the Jets went out and and they they got him Brees Hall. Uh, I think Michael Carter, Brees Hall are going to be a heck of a of a one-two punch. Um, I look at this situation as the Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor situation from a few years ago, where coming in, we kind of were expecting Marlon Mack to get the the go ahead to start, but as the season progressed, it was going to be slowly turned over to JT. I see the same thing here with Michael Carter, Brees Hall. I think Carter he's shown that he's a good running back. Um, so I think the coaching staff will trust him more to start the season. And then as the season progresses and Brees Hall uh, accumulates to the NFL and gets used to the speed and whatnot, understands the playbook, understands blocking uh, assignments and all that, I think he'll come in and he's he's going to be a hell of a running back. I, I, I'm kind of upset the Jets actually had a competent draft this year. Um, as far as the, the wide receivers, I like more. Uh, Garrett Wilson, I, I like him as a prospect. I, I think it's not good. He's not going to come in and light the NFL on fire, I don't think. Um, the, the biggest thing with Moore is getting that uh, the familiar familiarity with Wilson. I, I believe last year when, when Elijah Moore took off and having those great games, I believe Zach Wilson was not starting at the quarterback at the time. I believe he was injured, and it was Joe Flacco and – God, is it Mike James? White. Mike White. Mike White was yeah. was the was the two quarterbacks. Magic Mike. So, so uh, I, I want to see how that chemistry that they should have been working together this offseason. I want to see how that goes. Garrett Wilson, like I said, I like the kid. Um, Corey Davis, I've never really been high on him. I, I, I think he'll be start the season as the wide receiver two on this team. Uh, Berrios and Mims, whatever they have roles, but they're nothing to get excited about. Um, and then I do believe Uzuma. Um, as Nino properly said, is a gem, highly underrated. Uh, while that's I a dynasty believe, diamond. Yep, that's not I, a gem. That's a dynasty diamond, right yep. there. Yeah, I like that. The dynasty diamond. I like that call. Uh, I, I do like Jeremy Rucker. I, I think the kid is is eventually going to be really, really good. Uh, the 
just it's going to take tight ends time. It's the NFL that take time. And I can see this take being true, but I Zach Wilson will take the biggest leap out of the twenty-one quarterbacks. That's a hot take. Uh, but to. man, where you where you see him start is it's really the only place to go is up for Zach Wilson. So he has a lot to prove this year. We will see if the weapons that they put around him are going to be enough to get the job done. And now we're going to talk about my favorite team in this division, the Bills, baby. Allen at quarterback. What more do you want? I mean, we don't even have to say anything else. That's a division winner right there, right? That's, that's possibly a Super Bowl winner. Well, just and it's the best fantasy right quarterback. There. It's the best fantasy quarterback. He is so good, man. And I mean, like, so George knows I was on Josh Allen well. Be, like, people were making fun of me all yep. the time. I, I, was, I, I was one of them, Mike. And every, every chance I get, I give you your props for, for, for Josh Allen. Every single I didn't chance even I get. Think he was going to be this good. Like, I, I, I had him at a pretty high plateau. But dude, he is just like he's yeah. leveled yeah. up four times since the stuff that I expect that I had the expectations of. And I had pie in my eyes about this guy. So man, it is really cool to see him. I found out today uh that they actually the Buffalo Bills have a group that hops on a bus and they drive all the way to Wyoming and go to a Laramie game. Uh it's their it's their Bills Mafia support UW. Uh it's like a foundation, I guess, but they just go there because that's who gave them Josh Allen. So they just go pay homage to it. They fill up the whole entire <laughs> Wyoming stadium, man. And I thought that was the coolest that's thing awesome. ever. Hey, Mike, if the Bills ever win a Super Bowl, they're going to put a statue of Josh. And Josh Allen's the quarterback. Yeah. They're going to put a statue of Josh Allen outside that stadium. It's just such Absolutely. a great fan base. It's just the best freaking fan base. Absolutely. What's so great about them? Like, it's not even like Bills Mafia. It's not even the fact that they're crazy enough to jump through tables. Yeah. But like, if you interact with with Bills fans, like, they're not cocky. They're not jerks. They're not yeah. assholes. Like, like they're not cowboy fans. Yeah, <laughs> or, or Eagles <laughs> fans, fans, or, or anything yep. like that. Right. Like, they're 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 actually pretty chill fans. And that's coming from a Dolphins fan who uh, listen. Yeah, I'm, get, I'm getting I'm getting tired of being bullied by these guys. What's but, that I golf mean, clap you do? <laughs> the two finger golf clap. <laughs> So we'll break down the we'll break down the rest of this depth chart. At the running back, we got Singletary, Cook, and Moss. It's crazy to see Cook took a step ahead of Moss. Singletary still leading the way there. Uh, at the wide receiver position, we got Diggs. We got Gabe, one hit wonder Davis, according to Nino. Uh, Jameson Crowder, Khalil Shakir, and Isaiah McKenzie at the wide receiver spot. And then we got Dawson Knox and OJ Howard at tight end. Is there anybody in this uh, menagerie too? I mean, I you know how I feel about Allen. I love me some Allen, but the rest of this it leads me a little bit sketchy, a little bit scared. I don't know if there's I, I like a lot Diggs. of guys I'm excited about here. I, 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 you got to be excited about Diggs, right? Like he's still well, Diggs, he's still one Diggs, of the better wide receivers Eddie. in the NFL. Yep, Diggs is steady, Eddie. He's yep. if you're going to get him in the first couple of rounds, you're going to be a happy guy. You got Diggs. He's gonna he's gonna gift you that. 14 to 16, but last year he just didn't seem like he was putting the biscuit in the basket enough for me to, yeah, to, uh, and that, I agree with whoever said that, our Facebook user, Crowder was, is the guy for me. To I was, he can I was, stay healthy. That's big. I was just yeah. getting ready to, to bring him up. Like, yeah. I was going to say, people are going to remember that four touchdown game by uh, Gabe, Gabe Davis last year, and they're going to overdraft him like crazy. And the guy that I would rather take is Jamison Crowder. Like, give me the slot, the big slot guy, give me the PPR guy. He's going to go out. He'll get you six for 60 and possibly a touchdown. Uh, he, he's just – he's so freaking good. He's underrated as hell. I agree my with pitch, that. My pitch for Jamison Crowder is look what look how Josh Allen treated Cole Beasley. Yep. You know, Cole Beasley was fantasy relevant. 
Jameson Crowder's like Cole Beasley times 10 at least, you know what I mean? Like, so that's going to be, I think he's going to be a PPR monster right there. I think uh, Jameson Crowder might be a good steal out of this draft. My only issue with Crowder, other than his health, is that McKenzie, you know, I think should take the next step too. Yeah, Isaiah McKenzie's a bad man. A little bit there. But my other thing too is, and I like Crowder a lot. I do. I really believe he's underrated. And if he stays healthy, he will be fantasy relevant. But Gabe Davis, and he probably will get drafted too high because people have a short-term memory. And the last thing we remember about him is a monster playoff game. But I love him getting the opportunity as the legit number two there because he has been phenomenal in limited snaps, limited targets, and he's been really good in the red zone on a team with Diggs, on a team with Knox, who got really good in the red zone, on a team with Josh Allen, who runs the ball in a lot when they're in short yardage situations in the red zone, multiple running backs, and Davis really shined in the red zone, and that was with very limited playing time. So I am excited about Davis. I don't want him to be my number two fantasy wideout week one, but I'm super psyched to see how he progresses. Um, so, but I do think Crowder was a great under-the-radar pickup by them. Yeah, Nino pointed out that he says he's limited 8.8 yards per – supposed to be yards per reception last year. I want to do two things. One, I want to point out the fact that his quarterback was Zach Wilson, yes. not Josh Allen. Okay. And then the second thing I want to point out, that was the lowest yards per reception of his career. Uh, in 2020, it was almost 12 yards. In 2019, it was almost 11 2018, it was it was 13, then 12, then 13, then 10. Like this dude had one down year because he played for the freaking Jets. All right, it's, he, he, it's it's he's not as bad as those numbers were last year. It's just he was on a very bad team with a rookie quarterback who wasn't even healthy the whole year. I I, I tend to agree, and plus he got injured last year too fairly early, and so he yep. only got that early sample size. Of last year, I I do agree though that is something to kind of keep an eye out for. And I, as much Isaiah McKenzie as I own in Dynasty, Joe, I hope you're right because God, I need that guy to take a step yeah. up. I feel like he's probably the second best receiver on this list right here. Uh, we just haven't got to see that yet. Um, let's talk one more thing here, and we'll go ahead and get uh, and we'll go ahead and get going and let the guys come on. They're going to be talking about all the schedules. I know Nate's coming on here shortly to talk about that. OJ Howard, are we fantasy relevant now? Only if Dawson Knox gets hurt. Yeah. So I, I'm not – like Dawson Knox is, is for me, he's one of those tight ends where if you don't draft one early, you take Dawson Knox late. Uh, I, I'm just – like I understand Josh Allen likes to throw the ball and he likes to run the ball. This team in general wants to throw the ball. Uh, they really don't care to run the ball that much. So – uh, that's why like Singletary doesn't really do much for me. I'd much prefer Cook. Moss, I don't know why we have him on this list. He's irrelevant. Uh, we've seen that last year. They just completely phased him out of that offense. Um, they, well, let they, me ask you this about running back real quick with them because this was the last thing on my mind with them. Are they – you know, Singletary was, for like two and a half years, I feel like he slept through the, the last two and a half years of his career. <laughs> and then all of a sudden – Somebody freaking woke him up halfway through last season That's, and his numbers went way up. Does that is sing, the, do you want Singletary as your flex week one? Nope. I don't think I do. Nope. If I, if I had to take a, a, a running back from this team, give me Cook because he's clearly the pass catching back and passes will be uh, pass catching is for me is a lot more valuable than rushing. And I think 
that Cook eventually can actually over this backfield. Now he's not as good as or Delvin. He's he's quicker. He's got better hands than Delvin. Um, and for a team that doesn't really want to run the ball that often, they'd much rather throw it. Give me the guy that's going to be in the backfield uh, catching the passes. They got Duke Johnson too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Duke, Duke Johnson might make an appearance. Moss is still ahead of him on the <laughs> depth true. chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, if that's how, like, if if Moss is ahead of you on the depth chart, I have no expectation that you're going to see. The field. I don't expect them to bring. I, I honestly, I honestly don't expect them to start the season with Duke Johnson on their team. Well, what about I, 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 round two? It's going to come. Cook. Yeah, you think Cook fights for the starting job? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I yeah. do too. I think, I mean, we're talking about Dalvin Cook's little brother, man. I mean, the apple usually doesn't fall too far from the tree, and we all we all see what Dalvin Cook did to the NFL. This guy could easily get in here. Now, I'm with George. I don't like him as a running back. I don't like the running back of the Bills because they don't really run the ball that often. And Allen scores with his legs. That's the problem. Yep, Allen is your running back on that team. So, I mean, give me the pass catching back, though, because he loves to outlet pass. To me, that's the guy that you can get. And I – I honestly, I feel like OJ Howard might be a guy I'm grabbing in like the 19th, 20th round here at the end of these redrafts, just in case, because man, he's so big and he's got such, he's such great, such great ball catching skills and things like that, that I just didn't feel like got utilized in Tampa Bay. And I feel like he's bigger than Dawson Knox. So, I mean, I can see it. The, I can see him totally taking that on. The one I thing know we got to go. But last, last question is I was looking through yep. my notes. Tell me if you guys agree with this or not. Based on this conversation, <laughs> George is probably going to flip. Chase Edmonds is the best fantasy running back in the AFC East right no, now going into no, the not. season. Then no, who is? I, w- I would say it's Bruce, uh, Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. I vote Edmonds. Mikey? No. I'm gonna I vote Edmonds, Hall. too. I feel like Edmonds is the guy I'd feel like. So now if I'm talking dynasty, I love right. Brees Hall two years, three years down the road. Um, but right now, this year, I do feel like he's right. I feel like Chase Edmonds is the guy that I'd rather have. They're, they're, I don't know what they're going to be doing with Michael Carter. I don't know what they're, how they're going to be utilizing Brees Hall. I don't know if Brees Hall can actually make it in the NFL, but I do know that Chase Edmonds handles the NFL like a madman. And so give me that all day long. I, the problem is I, I think they're going to use all three of the running backs in Miami at the same time, along with our fullback. So it's it's going to be so spread out between the running backs, they're going to cannibalize each other. And so I don't, I don't plays later after most start and uh, Sony Michelle are out. I, 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 don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't wish for injury at all on anybody, uh, unless you do play for the Jets or the Bills or the Patriots. But if it, it, if one of those Dolphins running backs do get injured, that will open the backfield up a little bit. It'll, it'll make it un- uh, less, un- less crowded. So, but by the, but, but for the best running backs in the AFC East, here, we'll do a quick rundown and then we'll go. And you can tell me if you guys disagree or not. Best quarterback in the AFC East? Allen. Josh Allen. Hands down. Nobody, no argument from nobody. Best running back? We we, we discussed it. Uh, I, I think it's Brees Hall. You guys think it's Chase Edmonds. We'll go with that. Here we go. Best wide receiver. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Tyreek Hill. Mikey. Oh, that's tough. I think uh I think Stephon Diggs has himself a year. I'm going Diggs. I think fantasy wise, because of why I'm gonna go digs, I feel is a little safer there. That's, that's a good one. That's fine. That's fine. Tight end. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna this is gonna sound crazy. I'm gonna go Uzuma. That's not bad. 
Uzuma's good. I like Jazeki here. Um, I think like I think like Jazeki's gonna get those red zone looks, and it just isn't gonna go away. I just don't know that I am confident that Zach Wilson's gonna have a lot of red zone looks. So for me, I think Jazeki for me all the way. So here's what I heard: nobody liked anybody on the Patriots because because the Patriots no. suck. <laughs> End the show on that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> they they were never even in consideration in my head. No, like, they they, they got the best. Coach. Never even jumped in that conversation. Like, well, James White is a pretty good QBR. No, the yeah, Patriots no. have the best coach. They they do have the best. What coach. about defense, real quick, and then we got to go. Best defense, fantasy defense in the division. Bills. I think that might still be the Patriots, but I think that one I might give the edge to the Patriots. I like doing this. We should do this with each division at the end, this little best of. I like it. I like that idea. (laughs) All right, right. guys. Well, on that note, we're going to have to hop out because we got another show coming up after the tail end of this. Remember, guys, get on there. Five-star reviews. Even if they're negative, throw us on there. Um, Get get on the Patreon. Help help us out. Help us help you. Give us that time to get on there and get – Get you all the answers you need. And I'm telling you, tis the season. You're going to want to get on there now because this is when we start real cranking in on that uh, draft discussion. So for my guy, George, for my guy, Joe, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us this week. And we will see you again next week on the good old Blitz.